0: The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: As children, we are forever asking the question, why? Yet, at some point, as we move into adulthood, the question gets easily answered with something similar to, just because. Why did we stop asking, why? Welcome to the Mickey Ellison Show, a program where we not only strive to answer those why questions, but we'll find out how to ask more, and not settle for, just because. Now, here's Mickey Ellison.
2: Hey, good morning and welcome to the first ever Mickey Ellison Show. Well, hopefully, it's not, not the last. And uh, one of the reasons we're doing the show today is I brought with me uh, Nathan Jett, who is the first per- person to contact me as far as the show is concerned. And the reason I brought Nathan on is to ask the question, why? Nathan, hey, how are you, bud? I'm doing good.
3: Doing real good.
2: So, let's, let's talk a little bit about why... Why you contacted me first and why we went the direction that we wound up on the Variety channel versus whatever channel, I don't even remember what it was that you were fighting <laughs> on putting me on. Uh, well, or, uh, I don't know if you ever even told me. Yeah.
3: Well, initially, uh, our research uh, team, uh, we looked for qualifications, experience, and reputation in the particular areas of interest. And initially, we were looking at bringing on a new financial program uh, to talk uh, about uh, uh Philosophies, not so much giving people, you know, uh, buy low or, you know, sell high or any of that kind of stuff. Uh, but kind of give them an approach to it in your name. It's actually surfaced as part of that. Uh, part of that was based upon, uh, you being involved in radio. Uh, you participate in a, in a
2: radio program in the local area there. Yeah. And for uh, everyone listening just, to this show, Hey, I'm going to interrupt you cause I'm yeah, going right, to go coming. right ahead. But, uh, uh, for those listening to the show my radio experience is uh, not very good so they didn't have real high standards when they picked me but uh, no we well, uh, I, I did a financial uh, show here and I'm actually in Wichita Kansas and did a financial show a paper that's all I can say <laughs> <laughs> but I did a financial show with, with my partner here at our at our office for about 10 years and you know it was nothing more than a glorified uh, infomercial and and then for the last year I have been on a radio show locally it's a political talk show and you know it's interesting it ac- actually happens on Wednesday mornings too so when I walk into the office I'm already in in radio mode and and politically motivated as I come in so you know as we start talking about things on the show and we're talking that or we're going to ask questions why you know this show is going to go from some things that are political some things that are some things that are just funny um that, that we just do on, a, on an everyday basis, and, uh, but some of it is going to be pretty serious and, and I look forward to doing it um, and, and hopefully the, the show works and you guys want me around uh, for, for a longer period of time and uh, Nathan, let's go into why you picked me.
3: Well, uh, you know, when we first started out, like I said, uh, we, we had an agenda to fill a programming niche in our business channel side. And as we talk further about it, uh, I mean, you were a very dynamic person that uh, talked on a variety of issues. Uh, and because of the philosophy of wealth and, and all that, it kind of gains towards how a person lives. And you were not so much interested in that as you were about some of the things uh, in society. You're talking, you know, obviously uh, political, social things that where you can look out there and see – where things can be changed to different thought, and the more we talked, the more I was engaged with you. And I go, I said, you know, we determined it shouldn't be a financial show. We should look at the variety channel and really
2: let you what? get into the scope what? of where your streams are. And uh, well, we're talking about a financial in
3: a little bit of time.
2: So, well, talking about a financial show. I think that was nipped pretty quick when I said, you know, I'm not really interested in doing a financial show because frankly, to me, they're boring. You know, I do financial planning for a living. I've been a a certified financial planner since 2006. And a a lot of those things are are important. That's how I make a living. And, you know, there's ways to get into contact with me to, uh, to talk about financial planning. But, you know, the, the the things that I'm really interested in is is society, dealing with our kids. You know, from a political standpoint, we keep arguing back and forth, right versus left. And, and for those listening, here's my political philosophy. I am personally a very conservative person. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I go to church. I believe that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior, but I also believe that— uh, legislation shouldn't be used to to force you to live and believe what I believe. You should be able to live your life the way that you want to live it, as long as you're not harming someone else in doing so.
3: So Well, I think the Constitution kind of set that out uh, there, and I'm not a constitutionalist either, but I do like the idea of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And uh, you you, you really – I mean, when we've talked personally and uh, over the last few months uh, as we're getting prepped and ready to bring you on air, you know, those are the the things, you know, within community, and it starts in very small areas. Uh, I mean, you, you were talking about how churches can get involved, and, and you're going to talk about some of those things throughout the weeks in your program. But I really like how uh, you approached your accountability, and uh, myself you know, I'm the same way. You know, you want to make sure that you're doing all that you can on your part.
2: Well, when we talk so, about accountability and where I look at, at my life, first of all, so that everyone listening to this show is most of what I'm going to talk about is because I've screwed it up myself. Um, we can talk about debt. I know what it's like to actually have started a business at 25 years old, come out of the end of that with. I think the only benefit was $200,000 in debt, no way of paying it. And the debt was backed up by my mom and dad's house. So that was a, a uh, little stressful time. Uh, you know, I look back on it. There are great, great lessons that, le- that I learned from it. You know, we can talk about things from weight loss. I, uh, 12 years ago, when my first kid was born, I have, I have two boys, 12 and seven. And when my first kid was born, I was, I'm, I'm about six foot tall. I was, 250 pounds at the time that i actually weighed myself so what i weighed prior to that i have no idea all i know is there's a certain size pants that i was moving to next and i had no desire to wear that but if we want to talk about accountability on that most of that you know my big advice on 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 weight loss i am no nutritionist i am not a, a personal trainer but i do know this if you burn more calories today than you take in you will lose weight I got to get on that plan. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I definitely do. But, uh, uh, the, only, the only push-ups that I'm doing is uh, pushing myself off the couch onto the table uh, for dinner at night. So I, I definitely hey, need to
2: do something a little hey, bit different on that. Hey, hey, and that's a start. I, I, I. So many times, it's obvious to us that when we get overweight, that we, we know we're overweight. No one needs to really tell us that. Right. But there's something that has to click in you to go okay I'm doing something about it and I am not lying to you I literally the way I got started and by the way I'm about 180 to 190 now but what I got started doing is I I didn't wait till the next day I literally went outside and did something that looked like running I don't know if you'd really call it running if you drove by in a car but I was moving and you know it got to the point where you know 5 or 6 years later I could and I'm not someone that's going to train for a marathon. I have no desire to run a marathon. But I don't mind sitting on a treadmill and watching SportsCenter on the on the TV screen for an hour. And it got it was so nice once you finally got to the point where you could, where I could I could run for that entire hour and actually just quit because I was tired of doing it, um, or, or had something else to do. Sometimes I actually need to go to my job. Right and and make a living. So uh, but anyway, I've cut you off a a million times. One thing I would like to point out as as we're talking with Nate on on the radio show and, and Nathan, Nathan, what is your actual I don't know what your title is.
3: Well, uh, I've got a title of senior executive producer. I, I've been that uh, sounds working. like really cool.
2: That's really cool. Well, it,
3: it, you know what? Everybody's enamored by it, but uh, really, <laughs> you're just uh, doing the impossible for some of the ungrateful out there. <laughs> you know, trying to get them all squared <laughs> away. No, uh, are you? you have uh, to my do, job you is like... basically assisting others, uh, helping them achieve their goals in the, in the purpose of them doing shows. And I've hosted my own shows before, so I talk uh, from experience on my part, uh, having host shows before, so that I, I just I got years of it uh, from helping people get guests, uh, finding sponsors for programming, and and uh, doing those things. It just uh, I'm pretty much at the top end of the game here, except for a couple more levels, and I don't think the president's going to sell the company anytime soon. So.
2: Well, hey, w- when this thing goes goes platinum or whatever it is, and we're syndicated it all all over the place, I want you on. And and those for the, those of you guys listening, uh, Nathan and I have spent quite a bit of time. In fact, that first day you called, I think we wound up talking for close to two hours. That tells you how yeah, busy yeah, I was sure at work that day, right?
3: So, yeah, and, it, you know, and usually my conversations uh, don't last that long. Because my, I mean, my job, I got to filter out, uh, you know, who's real and who's not, and and uh, things took a turn. I mean, and uh, the more I got to know you, you're very dynamic, had a lot of thoughts on a lot of different areas, and it kind of, you know, like I said, it kind of went that direction. Uh, and uh, being a variety show was a better fit than what we started out with. So
2: well, and and for what it's worth, I count you as, and we have not met personally; we're right in front of each other, but through our conversation. We have similar values. We have similar beliefs. We will disagree on some things, I'm sure. But you know, for what it's worth, the time that we've spent, I actually call you a
1: friend.
3: And, yeah, and, absolutely. And, you're, uh, you're one of the only few that actually have my personal uh, uh, Facebook account <laughs> that I share with uh, <laughs> high school friends and everybody. Oh. Uh, well, I've got my professional fe- well, one, but, uh, yeah, you're one of. Uh, there's only two of uh, my hosts that actually have my personal one. So,
2: it's funny when you talk about Facebook and Twitter and all those, those things, and how I'm supposed to promote the show. And and anybody listening, if you like the show, I need your help because I am terrible at it. Uh, when I go to Facebook, I have pictures on my personal Facebook page because my wife put them there. Yeah. I don't really know how. Actually, I'm learning. I've figured out how to post a few from my phone. Well, you know,
3: but, I really, uh, I don't, uh, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure, uh, but I believe that even uh, your banner, we created that off of a family picture from your Facebook. Uh, you know, we started uh, that
2: direction, but the, the one <laughs> that we really wanted was uh, uh, we, Mickey we made a trip uh, up a, to a Field is of a Dreams. A real down to
3: earth uh, guy, and that's why I really like him. he's not talking over the top of people and. Uh, uh he's uh, you know you really do take it uh you know uh from a from a you know a common man's perspective not that i think that common sense is very prevalent <laughs> out there but you have this common sense demeanor about you and a common approach and i mean that's what i warmed up to and i'm going i there's people out there that want that approach to people on talk shows Sure, and, oh, and, and uh, uh, you know, I going, what, what I, I want people I do to that. know
2: about, about me is that you just told, said something about my, me not talking over people. And here I go doing it. But, uh, you know, I'm just a simple guy. I grew up in a small town in South Carolina. Literally, we didn't have a stop sign. We had a feed and seed store, um, was fortunate <laughs> enough to get pretty good at baseball and Vanderbilt University found me at a tournament in Alabama years and years and years ago. I'm 42 so that would be 24 years ago, 25 years ago they found me. And it was a great experience, but I when it boils down to I do have a Vanderbilt education. I do have the Certified Financial Planner marks that that are after my name on a card so I can have initials after my name. But in reality, I'm still that little southern redneck kid that that grew up. I don't know if rednecks a, is is the the word because there are a lot of folks that i grew up with that are that are big hunters that would call themselves rednecks but when i hear jeff foxworthy tell jokes on the radio or tell jokes on on his albums or, or cds and i go um i did that i think
3: that's my family <laughs> he's talking
2: about half the time yeah it's a it's quite a uh quite a deal every time he comes on the, on the radio. But, uh, you know, where I hope we go with the show and frankly, I don't have an agenda with the show for the most part. The, the, the show is, is going to be where we, where it it takes us. We're going to talk about some common sense things. We're going to talk about, we may talk about welfare and the church's role and and things of that nature. I, I have a guest that I haven't told you about coming on in the, in the third week that is from the Oklahoma surgery center and in Oklahoma, who has managed to create a, a a company where they actually do surgery, and the prices are posted? There's no insurance. There's no. It, it's really a really cool deal, and I can't wait to have him on the show in a couple weeks. So uh, um, I don't know how close we are to a break. I, I'm well, I hope he
3: revolutionizes the healthcare industry because oh, that man. is almost as bad as the tax code.
2: Well, and we're going to talk anybody. when we get back from from the next break a little bit about the tax code. And I'm just wondering how close we are to that break because Randy hasn't sent me anything in the next couple of minutes. And this second minute seems to be really long. And goes, <laughs> guys, when we listen to this show, we're going to make fun of me because I it, it is what it is. I have no experience in actually running my own show. So uh, I will screw up. Well, that's up what
3: the engineers are break. for. We, we <laughs> well, want they'll you they'll just to shut talk. me up, We'll right? let the engineers <laughs> run that part.
2: <laughs> but... Uh, um, you know I think we're coming close to a break um, you know hopefully we enjoy you guys are enjoying the first segment and when we get back from this break we Nathan and I will talk some more about what we're what the plans are things that we're going to discuss and hopefully this is a long-lasting relationship that isn't just for a few months um, we'll be back in a minute Keep the faith. Keep the
3: faith. Keep the faith.
4: talk 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 that's all we do is talk if you'd like to talk call us toll free right now at 1-866-472-5787 1-866-472-5787 that's it that's it voiceamerica.com have you friended us on facebook yet why not Just go to facebook.com forward slash world talk radio or search for the keywords world talk radio. Once you're a part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows this week's featured guests and new happenings at the world talk radio network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to facebook.com forward slash world talk radio or search for world talk radio The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Your favorite Voice America talk radio network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
1: are tuned to the mickey ellison show to connect with the show today please call 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 or you can drop mickey an email to mickey at money-planning.com now back to the show
4: I've been walking in the footsteps of society's lies. I don't like what I see no more. Sometimes I wish I was blind. Sometimes I wait for love. Just stand
2: out of the way. So no one sees me crying. I'm trying to wash away this pain. Yeah. The, uh, it was funny, when we were going, getting ready to go to the break, I'm over here, we're using Skype as is, is how I'm talking through the radio, and I didn't realize that I was supposed to be scrolling down to know that I had one minute, 30 seconds, and, and all, <laughs> that, all that good stuff. So, um, anyway... I, I, we, I forewarned you on that kind of stuff. You did forewarn me on stuff like that, <laughs> but if you haven't figured out in the last two months that we've been talking that I'm a little slow when it comes no, no, to, no. to that. But, but anyway, <laughs> hey, I... Let's talk about a few things. Just like we talked on the phone, some of the things that uh, you know, asking questions. Why uh, you you mentioned the tax code earlier? Um, what. What are questions that you have about the tax code because frankly it's seventy thousand pages long how the heck am i supposed to know the answers to to, about the tax code
3: my my common things is uh, that it just like every american i'm sure that uh, they're scared they're going to screw it up and the last monkey you want on your back after you know april 15th is the irs coming in and looking at everything with it not because i've done something wrong it's how does the common person who does not have a degree in in accounting uh, or tax code? How
2: are they, how are they supposed to know? You know, uh,
3: you, you know. And you I, say I, the, com- I guess, the common
2: guy, the common guy, knowing how yeah. is I someone mean, that's you know supposed, you're supposed to... to be able to fill that out on your own? Really. Right. Yeah. And the problem is with and it's a sad state of affairs when we're scared. you know if I go out and say too much about it, I could be scared of getting some type of audit because i I know so probably somewhere in seventy thousand pages there's a there's a good chance that I made a mistake. I've never outright lied about anything on there, but you know it's one of those things that just drives me crazy and and we often hear political folks going back and forth. And by the way, if you're listening with you listening to this show, you're gonna find that I probably am going to not fit either mold as far as whether it's Republican or Democrat because frankly, I've come to the conclusion that for the most part politics in Washington is broken. It doesn't matter if they if they're uh, Republicans, Democrats, whatever we want to call that. And, and one of the things we're going to talk a lot about on the show is how we can start working those things out locally. I think the way that we actually shrink the federal government is to shrink the federal government in a way that shows that the federal government is not needed in all these areas. But going back to the tax code, the tax code is one of those things that, without understanding it – I wrote a piece that actually got posted on a, a, a buddy of mine, Mark Stovall's website. I think it's on the mark. He's got a blog that goes out there. And I, I wrote this, and I think I sent it to you as well, Nathan, Is talking about how the tax code actually hurts people. And, you know – I started with the seven deadly sins, and I'm going to go through the seven deadly sins. One is wrath. It's not anger. It's wrath. It's what do you do with that anger that, that actually gets you in trouble. Greed. And we're all greedy to a, to an extent. We've all committed those two sins at some point in time. Sloth, being lazy. Dude, I like being lazy. Nathan, you like being lazy sometimes? Well, I didn't get to my size by not being <laughs> over at times. And, you know, lust, while I don't like to admit it, I when I'm watching a basketball game or a baseball game on television and that commercial comes on from one of the beer commercials that that's showing somebody scantily clad, I probably take a second look. I probably shouldn't, but I do. Um, pride. Pride and envy. And then there's gluttony, which you and I both have participated in. And I think if anybody's willing to admit it, we've all participated in that one at some point in time. But the ones I, f- I focused on were um, the main one was envy. Uh, and, and greed, and the tax code is one of those things that that if people really understood how that affects folks, and I'm talking more so about the income tax. I think the income tax is one of the biggest detriments to the economy that's out there. And so often, the politicians and and, and whoever else has an agenda will use envy on the folks that uh, that that really don't understand it to get their policies. Put in place, you know. Do you remember the? Did did I send that to you, Nathan? The yeah, the, I believe you did. Yeah. And one of the things that I did, and I'm not going to get deep into numbers in this into this thing, because frankly, it's hard to do. But if you took a, a plumber, who who out here do you think um, do you think of a plumber as being wealthy? Well, yeah, sometimes I do if I if I have to pay one. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's take He's a – He's making a, more an hour than I am at times. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? For what they have to deal with, yep. And yep. I mean, they're literally dealing with crap. Yeah, we talk about dealing – they they're literally dealing with it. But, yeah. you know, let's take a let's take a plumber but, uh, out there. But I
3: agree with you. I agree with you. A working guy. Yep.
2: Let's take a plumber out there. He's a sole proprietor. He doesn't have any employees. And let's say at the end of the year he has $100,000 in profit. And that's a pretty good income in most places. I know I know in areas of California that that's not as good as if you're making 100,000 in Wichita, Kansas, you're doing pretty good. Right. But but what most folks don't realize is that if he makes $100,000 profit, by the time it's all said and done, he gets about 60,000 that he gets to keep. And the tax code is what is doing that. And you may say, "Well, the the 40,000 where does it go?" Well, it goes to federal, state, local if you have local taxes for income it goes to all those places. But what happens to that forty thousand dollars? You might what if he didn't have to pay taxes on that stuff? And let's hey and we got dogs barking over here now. Yeah so. I'm I uh, have uh, right.
3: uh, got the guard dogs.
2: So. All right. The guard dog is protecting Nathan over there right now. But let's say that the plumber is what some folks might envision as greedy. And he doesn't hire anybody else. He doesn't do anything. He just spends that $40,000 on, let's say, I don't know, most plumbers probably like a truck, right? You agree with that, Nathan? Most tr- most plumbers like yeah, a truck? Yeah, I sure do. So they go spend $40,000 on a truck, and I know that you can go get some that are more expensive and some that are less expensive. But when he does that, the person that he is selling that truck, or that is selling him that truck, got paid. That's a job. The dealership sold a truck. They got paid. The manufacturer had to build another truck to replace the truck that was built. On down the line, all the way down to the person who sold the nuts and bolts to the manufacturer to to build it. None of those things actually happened because some some agency, some government, uh, uh, some politician decided that we needed to spend that $40,000 on on something that government could do better for us. Now, am I an anarchist and say we don't need any taxes? I believe we need police force. Um, we need military. We need a lot of the things that yep. we have. But it's not it, – when you have a $3.9 trillion budget, which I don't – have they actually passed a budget in the last five, eight years? I don't know they've ever pa- passed one. But do you not think that there's maybe some things that could be cut in a $3.9 trillion budget? budget do you think well, that a million two million dollars just might disappear and nobody even know where it went
3: well and, and that's the whole thing is there's so much fat and everything that's that's done into those projects i mean you we all know about in the 90s uh that toilet seats at ten thousand dollars a pop or something like that <laughs> uh you know but but it's all over the place and and i'm i'm, I'm afraid you know that we talked about health care too that I think it's going, well, it's obvious in healthcare. I mean, aspirin at $15 a piece and, and gauze at, I mean, it's just amazing on how much they're charging for these things, Um in there. And they build so many, you know, uh, things into those projects that they're doing. I don't think that all of it goes to benefiting us the way it's meant to. The way right. we hoped it does when we pay our taxes, I
2: should say. Uh, and I'm going to save some of that conversation on on the healthcare system with when uh, Doctor Keith Smith from uh, from the Surgery Center of Oklahoma is on in a couple of weeks. It will blow your mind. You know, it's silly questions that I remember the question why. I often would ask, well, why on my insurance statement that they send me it says that this procedure cost twenty thousand dollars, but the insurance company pay only paid ten thousand dollars for that. For that service, why? Where did that other ten thousand go? Who lost the ten thousand dollars? Those things right. didn't make sense, and I believe, in, in my heart of hearts, I believe that many of the things that we take for granted, for for sake of example, health insurance. If we have health insurance, how many of us really, really pay attention to? What it really costs to have the procedure. I mean, when you see the website, and you can go visit it right now at the Surgery Center of Oklahoma, it is a fantastic deal where they actually show you the cost What it actually costs to have a procedure done.
3: Well, you know, you talk about the procedure. I, I get blood tests. I got diabetes. I, I, I told you I was big. Uh, and to do a blood test, there's like a hundred and twenty chart. Now I don't have to pay that. My insurance company is on that. But there's a hundred. Twenty dollar charge to take the blood across town for one hundred twenty dollars. I'll take you across. Give me one hundred dollars. <laughs> hey, you
2: I probably mean, you probably take fifty, right? Hey, I'll cut your costs. Yeah, in right. well, yeah, that. 25 twenty five.
3: Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that because in uh, I'm very much interested in this program you're going to be doing. But there's there's a guy going out there that the government actually isn't doing as good a job with negotiating. The uh, they talk about other countries that have. Healthcare built in, but they go by the lowest bidder on it, and though in the, uh, the government hasn't opened that up on the provider side of it uh, to get the cost down to where it actually is benefit, not going to be a uh, hindrance on us. So but I'll pass on that article to you. But you know, sorry for going off on a tangent here.
2: No, no, and when we talk about the. Uh you know we talk about the cost and trying to to nationalize i'm not saying that folks aren't in have good intentions in what they're doing but when you try to compare the healthcare system of the united states where we have 310 million people spread out all over the country like it is comparing that to belgium or comparing that to finland you're not even comparing apples to apples but we're gonna continue this. We're gonna hit more on I didn't mean to go off really on that tangent with with the right. IRS. And, and but it those are some of the questions that we're gonna ask. When we get back from the break, we might actually ask some of the silly questions that I know we all have these these, these questions. Uh, and, and we'll hit that when we get back. See you in a minute. Oh, we gotta
3: keep the fame. Keep the faith.
4: Talk, talk, talk. 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 Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio or search for the keywords World Talk Radio. Once you're a part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the World Talk Radio network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio or search for World Talk radio have you friended us on Facebook yet why not Just go to Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio or search for the keywords World Talk Radio. Once you're a part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the World Talk Radio network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio or search for World Talk Radio.
1: The future of online TV is here.
4: View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Your favorite Voice America talk radio network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
1: Are tuned to the Mickey Ellison Show. To connect with the show today, please call 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. Or you can drop Mickey an email to Mickey at money planning.com. Now back to the show.
2: And welcome back to the Mickey Ellison Show. And with me today is Nathan Jett, who is uh, – what do I call you again, Nathan? I'm terrible at this. Uh, well, you can call me Nathan. Friend. I call you Nathan. Friend. <laughs> yeah, call friend. Exe- yeah. Executive Nate producer. what my friends call me. So. All right. Well, then i got to start calling you Nate. I actually know there's another name out there for you. But, yeah,
3: uh, my friends back in Oklahoma,
2: um, um, oddly enough, call
3: me Mike, which is my middle name. That's what I grew up being called. When I moved out to Phoenix, Arizona, and uh, started out my career, everybody that filled out an application wanted first name, middle initial, and I just got tired of telling people my name was Mike and just let them call me Nathan. So my (laughs) wife uh, and family out here knows me as Nathan. My uh, uh, family back home
2: calls me Mike. So and I'm sure I'm sure that confuses your daughter, Dad. Why are they calling you Mike? (laughs) Just uh, just a little bit. Well, and it, I apologize probably, you just for my say,
3: dogs. Uh, I've got them trained to attack uh, burglars and politicians, and I don't know what was outside. But
2: uh, <laughs> did your dogs get them? Did, yeah. They take care of that problem for you.
3: Politicians and thieves, and uh, they they have a hard time distinguishing <laughs> hey, them. Politicians and thieves, you might be one in <laughs> the
2: same, there, bro. <laughs> uh,
3: my friends asked me, "What kind of dogs you got?" I got Russian bear dogs. They rush around the
2: corner and bear down on anything they can chew on. So. <laughs> hey, let me ask you a question because the 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 music that's coming in, and I don't know that I let Randy play that the last time because I didn't know when I was supposed to speak, but uh, the the words that come in, and, and it's a Bon Jovi song, and guys, I am I like Bon Jovi music. I probably would drive we would drive each other nuts if we talked politically, but uh, I also like Hank Williams Jr. as well, so. Um, and, but that those words, what do you think about those words, Nathan? I think it goes something like, I've been walking in the footsteps of society's lies. I don't like what I see no more. Sometimes I wish well, that I was You blind. know,
3: I think personally uh, that a lot of people can identify with that. I mean, there's a lot out there uh, uh, that's going on. And, uh, you know, we talk about having character, but I think people are too focused on being a character uh, these days. Uh, I mean, I, you look out there and you see things like, uh, Lindsay Lohan or the Kardashians or, uh, Justin Bieber and it, you've got this self entitlement type thing going on. And me and you've talked about this and it just irks us, uh, that, you know, that we think our kids might get the wrong idea by having a role model, uh, as that in, in success, but, you know, there's morals and values and integrity that all has to take place.
2: So, yeah, and you talk about like, you talk about those those characters, and, and I'm more of a sports guy. Frankly, I don't. I might recognize Justin Bieber if I saw a picture of him. I would probably recognize Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> I've never watched the Kardashians. I have not figured out what the big uh, big deal is. I, I guess people like watching people make idiots of themselves on TV. I guess. That's what that is. Well,
3: but when I look well, at, I don't I understand at, reality shows. There's nothing real about them, in my opinion. I mean, outside <laughs> of the Duck Dynasty, and even some well, of that is a little bit far-fetched, in my opinion.
5: Oh yeah,
2: I love Duck Dynasty, but man, some some of those things have to actually be, be um, the because. But <laughs> but it makes it interesting, and I can be in the the redneck from South Carolina. I can relate to some of the things that they're doing, and you know, I guess in, in some in some sense, it would be fun to. At least they know they're acting like idiots. You know what I mean? Because that's what they, they don't probably apologize wonder.
3: for not being politically correct. That's one <laughs> thing I do enjoy about their attitude.
2: Yeah, well, we go back to the big controversy on Phil Phil. Uh, what's his name? Phil Robertson. That yeah. was going on. Was around Christmas when everybody was mad at him because he made these these statements about um, what he believed in homosexuality. And it doesn't matter whether I agree with him or disagree with him. But everybody gets up in arms, guys. Hey if you don't want to hear Phil Robertson talk, turn the station. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Nobody is forcing you to, to sit there and watch that. That's the, you know, it doesn't matter whether you agree with him or disagree with him. No one's making you listen to the guy. And what basically boiled down to is, is A&E realized, Hey, this, this guy doesn't care. He doesn't care. And there's a lot of people that really want to, want to watch. He said what he, what he believed. And, and, he may have said it a little crudely. I don't know that I would have put some of those things that way. But you know, as far as my my beliefs, I believe in some some things that that are societally they are accepted. But it, nor do I want I don't want to change your behavior necessarily and force you to do it. That's like being a Christian. You know, I believe in Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, and I want you, Nathan Jett, to believe the same thing. But I am never ever ever going to try to use any type of force to make you believe that because if I do, how do I know that you really even converted? You you know, if I put a gun to your head and say, Nathan, do you believe in Jesus Christ? You might go, yeah, so don't shoot me in the head. And, right. and it's, it's just silliness. But let's we, are, we went more serious in, in this segment than I was planning on going. But let, let's talk about some things that that you have to ask yourself why. And every one of us have had some time in our life when we've had road rage if we've driven. Have you ever had road rage? Oh uh, yeah, I, I
3: <laughs> live in Phoenix, Arizona.
2: <laughs> well
3: we yeah, you know, road all rage kinds in... of imported people from across the country with all kinds of different driving styles. Well I, I, when what you I have seven to days the in... who'd insist on going five miles slower in the left lane. Um, but let
2: me ask you a question. While that's causing you road, road rage, while it's causing while it causes you to be angry going by well, and them I, flipping them I, flipping a uh, bird or something like that And i'm not saying you do that nathan i do not know if nathan's driving by people that are in the left-hand lane that shouldn't be there and flipping them birds i don't know that he's well, flipping i them don't up. i don't do that but uh, <laughs> i might be part sailor uh you know during some time you know
3: and i really do uh pray to god for patience and uh he give me a a daughter uh to teach me lessons in patience. Uh, oh yeah it, <laughs> our, a few years kids, ago uh, be careful what you ask god for because he might just give it to you uh yeah. but uh it, it you know, I, I lack patience. I, I got where I want to go, and I want to get there safely. I, I'm not a person that runs through traffic, cutting everybody off with my own agenda. But on the other hand, you know, I do want people to get to where they're going and not impede people from getting where they're going.
2: Sure. Let me tell you what a story. This brother-in-law
3: was... and on the freeway where two people go the same speed where no one can get around.
2: <laughs> Nobody can pass, right? Yeah, well, I'll tell right, you a story. They're, going, love...
3: they're keeping up with one another.
2: I'll tell you a story. My my boss at the first job I had after I graduated from Vanderbilt and it was an in, in human resources which is what my actual degree is from Vanderbilt actually it's human and organizational development but um you know when when I got that that job and I quickly learned six months later that man maybe I majored in the wrong thing but anyway he was telling me a story about how he he had a situation where they were going to a football game okay and and Everyone's lined up on the interstate. It was a Clemson, South Carolina game. They're on I-26 going to Columbia, and there's these kids that have pulled over onto the onto the side of the road, and they're just flying up through there. And he goes, "I'm not letting them pass me." So he pulls out and makes them stop. And about five or ten minutes later, he looks over and those kids' car had overheated, and now they're having to walk. They weren't trying to get to the ball game; they were trying to get to the exit so that they could actually not have to walk. So <laughs> though you never know what's going on in someone's mind, you, know, you go into a restaurant. Yeah. You know, sometimes we deal. We all have dealt with a waiter or waitress that wasn't the most friendly in the world. Right. Oh yeah. And, and the thing is you really never know what what's going on in their life. I mean, they may be just having a bad day. Now granted, I agree they should take care of you, but think about when you yell at someone that has control of your food. Well, and I, I make it a do, policy not to do that. Just um, <laughs> at least until after you have your food, right? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't send it but, back twice. I guarantee you that.
2: <laughs> well, and, and I don't think most most of those waiters and waitresses are offended that you send it send something back if you ask for a steak to be medium or medium well and it comes out rare. Still kicking. Uh, <laughs> it's still mooing, and, and I have never been, able, been one that could actually do that. But um, you know one of the things we want to talk about, we only have one segment left after, after this break. but what, what I do want to go into is a little bit of what I said, and, and you can read it on, on, the, on the website when you're looking at my show that will tell you a little bit about some of the wine questions that I may want to go into in, in future shows. and also give you an idea. I talked about Dr. Keith uh, Smith from the Surgery Center of Oklahoma, but I would be remiss in not bringing up the guest that's going to be on the show next week is a good friend of mine, David Simpson, who is actually a competitor in, in my business. That's just written a, a, a short book. Is fiscal sanity is a it's a great great book, and, um, I think you'll really enjoy the guy because he and I were cut from the same cloth. But folks, we're coming up on a break. We'll see you in in a minute.
4: Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio or search for the keywords World Talk Radio. Once you're a part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the World Talk Radio network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio or search for World Talk Radio.
1: are tuned to the mickey ellison show to connect with the show today please call 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 or you can drop mickey an email to mickey at money-planning.com now back to the show
2: Welcome back to the first-ever Mickey Ellison Show, and hopefully not the last-ever Mickey Ellison Show. Nathan Jett is with me today. Nathan has become a close friend of mine and actually is the person that contacted me about being on the show. And I know we've been kind of all over the place this this week, but it's to give you an idea where, you know, what I'm thinking. I sent Nathan a an email not too terribly long ago about who I thought was wiser. Remember that with Nathan? The one about adults or children? Right. And... There were some of the questions that I started asking, and I don't know if other people have these questions. I, I, I actually asked that you would call in sometimes and ask some of the questions. But here's a few of them that I threw out there to Nathan. Um, again, I am a God-fearing believer in Jesus Christ, but I I asked the question: Why do some churches ban dan- dancing? Do you know the answer to that question, Nathan?
3: I I do not. I come from a town where uh, that was prevalent. Uh, Supposedly, a town real close to ours was where that movie was based off in Footloose. But um, (laughs) I've read the Bible several times, and I've actually uh, a person that has read it from cover to cover, and I'm on my uh, going on my fourth time. Um, Awesome. And I I don't see anything in there that says you're not supposed to dance. As a matter of fact, there's. Scripture in there that relates to that specifically. Of,
2: I, I think I think you know, David dance right, David dance yeah. right, and uh, I think maybe it may be looked down upon if we're doing the grinding type dancing from dirty dancing. That might not be acceptable, but you know, dancing is just a way. And I don't dance, by the way. You might get a kick out of it if you saw me try. But if <laughs> you we're if we're dance down oh I got two left feet on that one, Bubba. I could hit a baseball and I could throw a baseball and I could shoot a basketball. But man, you <laughs> asked me to dance and it's just terrible. But uh, you know, here's another one. Uh, why do some Christians ban drinking? And I don't drink. Okay, I'm not saying that that I'm I'm banning drinking. I I think the the New Testament what? somewhere in the New Testament. Jesus turned water into wine. So if Jesus is well, is the last supper, supper is son, with wine, yeah. <laughs> so maybe it's talking about the, it's, it's not, talking it's about drunkenness.
3: Jerusalem. Well, what the, what the, what uh, I've read in the Bible is that you're not to be a drunkard, uh-huh. and uh, there's a distinction between uh, uh, you know celebrating with a cup of wine or having wine with dinner. Uh, as being acceptable, but when you get to being a drunkard, is where the problem is. So,
2: yeah. And well, here, here's one. When 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 you talk about Christians banning drinking, and how many times have you seen a pastor or someone up there? I'm not knocking pastors. They they know what's in their heart, and God's called them to do that. But if you're gonna stand stand up in front of the the church and tell people not to drink, this is a sin. This is a sin. This is a sin. And you're 100 pounds overweight. Maybe you ought to read the part about gluttony.
3: Right,
2: and and I'm not not. I know there's people listening to the show in in other areas that probably have some type of real disorder. I'm not talking about you guys. I'm talking about the fi- the folks that actually go in and just eat too much food. You know, yeah, that person might one, be a
3: hypocrite. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You,
2: know, you know, so, uh, there's a questions. passage
3: in there that says, "Remove uh, the the uh, splinter in your eye before you remove the plank in your <laughs> brother's," or something yeah, like well, that.
2: Well, I, I had issues with, with our in, the industry that I work in a couple of years ago, and I was really angry I was, uh, and really close to getting out of it because I I looked at some of the things that are, that are done in it that, that just – I can't see how that's beneficial to, to clients and people who are trusting you. And when when I really started to look at it, I said, you know, you better look in the mirror cause some of these products that you, you're starting to talk about, you've sold in the past. And – there's one thing that I, I talk about. If you're doing something out of ignorance and it's it's really considered to be wrong, you don't know you're doing it wrong until you're, it's pointed out to you. But if you are never told – once you figure that out, that's when character comes out is, you know, i got to make a decision. My living could be up in, impacted by me coming out and being honest here, but in reality – Character steps something does the right thing. You, you know the one you always heard from your your parents stuff. Character is in is not what you do when people are looking. It's what you do when people aren't looking. Right. Well, it, and, you that's, you know, and that's what that's one
3: see- of the things I'm trying to bestow on my daughter on a regular basis is having integrity. And and one of the things is I said when you look in that mirror, how do you feel about you? Do you believe that you, you know? How do you feel about yourself? And that—that that is, uh, that those morals and those values. Uh, you know, I've got to teach her those things, but she's got to apply them and understand what they mean.
2: So. Now, Nathan, can you believe we're almost at the end of the show? I thought this would take would be really difficult. Yeah, I it's appreciate. not
3: the same hour that you spend in the dentist
2: chair. <laughs> is it? <laughs> no, no, and the and the dentist trying to talk to you while his hands in your mouth. Oh right? my gosh, no. But uh, you know. I've really enjoyed it. Nathan, thanks for being on the show. Next week, I'm going to have David Simpson. David Simpson is a is a financial planner that's actually out of uh, uh, Mandeville or Covington area in Louisiana. We're not going to do a financial planning show. This is going to be talking more about character and things that we've talked about so far on this show. But, folks, I've really enjoyed it. I look forward to to having you listen over the next, uh, next few months and hopefully for a really long time. Nathan, again, thanks for having me. All right, thanks but for you. being on the I'm show with me. I had to a lot you right? of what you
3: bring to the table. So
2: Alrighty, see you welcome, guys
3: next aboard. Week. welcome to the family.
2: All right, thank you. See you guys next week.
1: Thanks so much for joining us on the Mickey Ellison show. Mickey plans to be here again next Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We hope you'll be here too.